There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And you're listening to, do you know what, Sonic? I've done up with these podcasts now. Is that, oh, is that it? I'm done. I think the joke ran out about six months ago. <laughs> I think we're done. I think I don't need to make up another podcast. I think we could just go into the show nicely. I think it's it's done. Okay. We could sell something in this time, though, couldn't we? We've got minutes to sell our own. What, what do you want to sell? Um, a bike. You want a new bike? The saddle's a bit whiffy. Oh, don't say that. You'll never get rid of it. Whiffy? What do you mean, Whiffy? What have you been doing on the saddle? For some reason, the other day, it decided that it was going to start tilting backwards. Yeah. So I had to ride most of the way home with um, not touching the saddle. And then it still didn't do it. It's a small screen noise, everyone. Let's go. No, that's my favourite thing of trying to find music which is related to what you've talked about. Well, you could, could put on some music with your bicycle in the background. Oh, I could do, yeah. Um, the, but don't go for the obvious one. I wanted to call the podcast last week. Even though it's 30, I wanted to call it 83 because that's what the podcast you were talking about. Just confuse everyone going, have we missed some? It's like they've got to be on that Patreon wall. We haven't. All our mm. stuff is right out in the open. Like a good Pokemon, we're right there, ready to be caught. So how's your week been? You're listening to Small Screen 19. Let's go! Sorry. I, I... <laughs> I don't know. 
well, 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 because you haven't done that, then we cut. Oh, you ruined the format of the show. I, I said you're listening to small screen nineties. Oh, did you? Oh, we're cut. But you were determined then. on selling your bike with the whippy seat. Oh, yeah. that was what was happening there. I was segueing away something you could do on a bike, but no, you dragged us back to the intro again, and we're still here. <laughs> oh, sorry, stuck forever. Yeah. Yes, my week has been good. I went on my brother's stag do. Oh, I heard about this. Uh, your, your brother added me the next day on Facebook. So I think, what's happened? Why did he add you on Facebook? I, I don't know. And I assume I had him on Facebook anyway. Oh, I don't know what happened with that. What? No, what? We, went, we were on the stag do. And they decided that they were going to dress him up. And they dressed him up as Superman with tiny pants on with no back on. Nice. That was nice. So uh, How was that for the day? We went to one Weatherspoons, which I know that's broken your rule on stags already. It has. And then... Big hairy cross for you. (laughs) We went at nine o'clock in the morning. So then we got to Canterbury. No other pubs were open. So we had to go to a second Weatherspoons, which I was like, ah, what is going on? (laughs) You got that at nine in the morning? Uh, Ten in the morning. Oh, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And we got to second Weatherspoons and the lady behind the bar said to him, "Uh, there's kids in here. Could you please change your pants? He walked up the high street to, to Primark, which... On any other day, would have been fine. But if you didn't know, last Saturday was Pride in Canterbury. (laughs) (laughs) So he had to walk up there. He got a flag at one point. Really? Yeah, but the only problem was that was the only thing that happened with that. I was like, oh, the comic potential of the Pride and him dressed like that. Oh, it could come together and come on. There must be a... No, rest of the day, they were one up end of the uh, Canterbury High Street and we're the other end. Shame. (laughs) That could have been amazing. I did see photos and it looked very kind of... Yeah, I was amazed that they had three book places to go into. They were tight pants then. Yeah, they they hadn't organised it. They They were very... They won't listen to this. They were, they were very like, yeah, well, uh, Mike, yeah, we're, uh, I do scaffolding and stuff like that. So there's me going, oh, have you heard this uh, interview with David Baddiel? They're kind of people that would call me the professor because I'm there and I know. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. You, you are very much like, did you organise it? No, no, his best man organised it. Ah, I see. It's, it's, uh, stags are very heavy at the moment, aren't they? And weddings. Yes. It seems to be the year for them. Uh, a lot like the time David Baddiel had a girlfriend in a sitcom. What, you mean the Baddiel syndrome? So uh, before before we start this week's episode, we were going to do vets in practice, weren't we? Yes, we were. And one of the problems was it wasn't very funny, and it's not very funny to, just to listen to animals getting cancer and being put down. So we changed the episode because there was nothing, guys. There was nothing in it, and it was at points really heartbreaking and sad. We were going to do the trilogy of docu soaps with airport and driving school and we finished with vets in practice no it's it's too serious well we wanted to do animal hospital and then realize that is quite problematic for other reasons
mainly the host. <laughs> uh, and I, I, there's no way oh. God's earth am I doing a full podcast based on Animal Hospital. Damn, if I'd only Googled Animal Hospital, I could have found the one that isn't him and said, yeah, them, that's the reason we're not watching it. But, oh, I didn't. There was something oh, other no. hosts, wasn't there? Did you ever watch Paul O'Grady's For Love of Dogs? Yes. On that, I can count on one finger how many dogs died. It was always upbeat stories of, oh, they're all right now. Yay. Animal Hospital and, and Vets in Practice are like, ah, oh, oh, your hamster's got an ingrown toenail. Right, put him down. <laughs> well, <laughs> are you suggesting they were putting down perfectly healthy animals in Animal Hospital? Oh, he seems a bit sad. <laughs> Kill him. Yeah, more crimes for um, the Australian com- entertainer is going to come out, which was... More crimes. Euthanizing animals on... On Animal Hospital. Which is weirdly the, the end theme to Beethoven, the movie, isn't it, really? Where, where they kill all those animals just to make space in the vets. No, they don't. What? They do. Excuse they me. throw loads of animals in the furnace. What? Uh, what? Uh, what? In boxes. <laughs> they don't, don't actually throw them. You don't see someone pick up a kitten and throw them in a fire. There's a box. Who does? Have I made this up? That's, that is the plot to Beethoven, isn't it? No, he's a... Uh... He's a dog that... Um... Well, well, I know he's a dog, but there needs to be more than that. A film can't just be, oh, he's just watching a dog. Which my my mum used to ruin by going, he hasn't got any balls, he can't be called Beethoven. Like, yeah, you know, he can't have a penis on screen in a kid's film. You're not allowed. Uh, and of course he does. How would that be Beethoven's second and third? <laughs> and indeed fourth. A few listeners going, there's a third and fourth going, yes, because Beethoven's second was a big film when I was a kid. The same year as Free Willy, another penis-related film. Uh, we've got down a weird road. <laughs> I like with the Free Willy films, I'll, I'll stop after this, that there's like six of them. How many times does that whale need to be freed? The second time, they're actually freeing him in the ocean to get to another part of the ocean. But even freer Willy. I, I, I think Willy just needs to help himself a bit more. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> I think Willy's a bit more dependent on humans Maybe should have been in a facility that was looking after him a bit. A lot like, I don't know. A little bit like David Badil talking to his therapist on the Badil syndrome. Yeah, oh, he, he, he turned it around. He got me off a rant about Free Willy, where I was clearly <laughs> trying to work through material with him. And there was a yep. looking Chris's face lister of going, is he actually doing this now? Is he actually trying to work through five minutes of Free Willy-based material? But this is close, because... David Baddiel is basically in therapy doing material to Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry's voice is in it. I, I don't get the, the comparisons to David Baddiel being in therapy as a comparison of an orphan child releasing a whale into the ocean. I'm not, I'm not there on that. No, 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 no. I meant you trying to shoo her oh, material in. 
Ah, oh, yeah, 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 got you, got you. So not this. the subject matter, no. <laughs> you know, because he yawns just this, isn't it? <sighs> For some people, they got to go. <sighs> like you're going to go, great yawn. Love the strings of saliva. Right. And so... people who do the Twilight Zone music when nothing strange has happened. <laughs> oh, we stayed at that hotel last summer too. Dee 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 dee. Mm. And people who do comedy police speak. You know, the doorbell goes, they go, expecting company, are we, sir? <laughs> and people who, when you phone them and go, hi, it's David here, go, hello, David here. <laughs> and people who, when they've told a funny anecdote, have to finish it by going, and I was like, ah! You know, and then the otter fell out the window. And I was like, can I just say, this was great because it had the old Sky One logo in the corner. Yeah, did you realise Sky One had disappeared? Because I never did. Uh, only now you've said it. What is it now? They haven't got one, really. It's either Sky Atlantic, Sky Comedy, Sky Max or, or something. There's no one that's sort of the their main channel where they put The Simpsons on. I don't even know where The Simpsons are. Probably on Fox. I think they're on Showcase. Ah. We're not getting any money for this, you know. No. <laughs> Uh, this, this, I, you suggested this because after the colossal accident that was back, vets in practice, uh, I thought it was best that you probably chose something. Uh, and this, it's every comedy idea for the last 20 years in one show. Yes. And I don't know, it just had a really weird feel. And also in every comedy, like the person who is like the protagonist has, like, he's down on his luck, he's not got a good job. But in this one, David Batil is an architect, <laughs> has a very attractive girlfriend, and seems to have owned his own property in London. So it's kind of hard to identify with the character from the get-go, of thinking, hold on, mate, nothing's wrong. There is something wrong. The writing? He seems to be living with Peter Bradshaw, does the film reviews. Yeah. That is him. I found that very odd. Yes. Um, and also, it's called Lord. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The character is called Lord. Like, if you've got a posh character, don't call him Lord or Sir. Just call him, just give him a name. Oh, I thought it was a nickname at the beginning, but then at, by the end, he's got Lord in front of his name, isn't he? Yeah. And yeah. can I just say as well, I fucking love Badil. I love David Badil. Yeah, that's I think why you're I great. And I think you're part of the 90s and noughties. I'm very much in my heart for this. <laughs> he didn't even change the names. He's called David. The other guy's called Peter. There's uh, is Ethan, the American, who's basically watched too much Wayne's World. But Ethan, yeah, he was clearly from Friends. So they've got one yeah. character from Friends, the other one from Frasier. But Peter Bradshaw, he slagged off the Super Mario film. So, And he wrote this. He wrote this. <laughs> he wrote this and slagged off the Super Mario So he Mario knows film. comedy, and I'm fairly aware that I've slagged off Peter Bradshaw. This might come back and bite me, but I don't care. What, what Super Mario film? So are we talking about the new one or the one from 1993? Uh, the new one. Okay. Was he not a Mario fan? No, he's too old to be a Mario fan. Well, what did he say? Well, yeah, yeah, I would say so. He, old Lordy. But the new <laughs> one's a bit... I, don't, I liked it. It's, it's, it's for kids. Yeah, but uh, I hate reviewers that sort of like, oh, it's not very good. It's for kids. Kids will love this. Oh, there's too much screaming and they fall over too much. Yes, because kids like falling over and screaming. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. (laughs) 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back. This was very much when Sky One was very, very cool. At that time, it's that kind of turnover before the millennium started. So you had this. I remember Harry Enfield had a show on Sky One, his brand spanking new show. And it was all the cool stuff. You had to have Sky One, it's got the Simpsons and everything. And this, I don't know, there's some funny bits in it where they haven't been nicked from other elements. Like some really funny stuff. But clearly the people who have watched, like the South Outtakes, just jumping on too far. No, uh, you're, no, you're, no, you're going too far. Going too I, far. No, no, but I will. But it's almost like a homage. If you view it as a homage to British <laughs> and American sitcom, it does quite well. You think actually that's nice, but if you view it as like David Baddiel syndrome, it's just I don't know. Mm. I just there's a few bits watching it in 2023. I generally thought that's <laughs> not nice. Don't do that. That that's horrible. He he hates his girlfriend because she does lots of different things. Oh, annoying. Hey, Kirsty, we're just talking about our first pets. Really? God, that's amazing. I was just dreaming about my first pet. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Jonathan here. Can't talk now, Jonathan here. Can I call you later? Okay, bye. Listen, David, I'm going to go. Okay. I shall be proceeding in a northerly direction. <laughs> By the way, did I tell you, my friend Jonathan, he's actually a mate of Sting's. And I was round at his house the other day, yeah, and the phone went and we went, oh, yeah, I bet that's Sting, you know, taking the piss and that. He said, yeah, 
Actually, it was, and he's coming round. Thank you. See, can do it. Just a charming, interesting story with no bloody terrible mannerisms. <laughs> and I was like, ah! Once again, once again, his girlfriend, he's attractive. And I believe model at the time, girlfriend. She used to be on a scrappy challenge. Oh, and his friend, his friend wants to smoke a pipe. Which will come up later. It's, oh, <laughs> very pipe heavy this episode. I watched it and I said, "You will not. You even if you had lots of guesses, you will not guess who the cameo is at the end." And such an odd cameo to have yeah. as well. Hang on, we get to you, that. You ever smoked smoked a pipe? <laughs> no, I've I, had... I went for a phase, and I used to smoke lemon and honey tobacco. But it mm. used to be, I, I look like, the problem is you do look like a prick because it was about 2005. So everyone's smoking like cigarettes in the smoking area. And there's me getting out my pipe being like, I could get away with it now with the beard. But back then, I must have looked like a right twat. And I had like a pipe case and everything. So I was laughing about the pipe stuff thinking, yeah, I was in for a little while. I'm trying to find identity <laughs> in it sometimes. Do you know what it is? The pipe what? is the phone case to some people, which is, I don't want a phone case. It's lame. I want I want a cracked screen on my phone. I don't want my phone to be protected. That is the pipe. That is exactly it. That is the pipe. You'd prefer just to have it without. But I do drop it a lot, and I think I would have broken this at least three times if I didn't have the case on it. My little magnet came off my case the other day, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was just like, so it doesn't close properly anymore. But I'm, like, <laughs> two weeks away from renewing my phone, so... What do I do? Do I get a new case for two weeks or do I just hope that I don't have an accident? I am dyspraxic. My dad's case got a, a penny stuck to it. He just kept it on there. I was like, why? It's like, because well, you just stuck on there. That's like, all oh, right, then just keep it on there as a memento. I quite like that, though. <laughs> I like those moments where people are like, well, they've done that. I just have. He's just put it on there. Did you spot Mrs. Bedeal? No, because I'm not sure who Mrs. Bedeal is. It's it's David Bedil's wife. Yeah, I know who, who <laughs> the, the concept of Mrs. Bedil. I just wouldn't know what she looks like. Morgana Banks. She's the cleaner. Ah, uh, is that his wife? Yeah, she's also in Catterick. Ah, also, yeah, that was fair. Is she really from Slovenia? No, 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 she's English. Uh, and another trait, another trait, another. a foreign cleaner. Yeah, but you can't moan about Alan Partridge has got a foreign cleaner now, and this is 2023 in a podcast. And he makes it, people yeah. pay for it. Sorry, it still hurts. Still hurts. Why <laughs> does the, it make you hurt? All the old Amazon money, in it? Oh, oh, let's split this. Yes, let's get people to subscribe to um, Amazon and then they, they can listen to the podcast for free. No, you still have to listen to this on Amazon. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this is an also on Amazon. Like anyone. <laughs> Come on, let's not burn any more bridges. That gravy train is just turning into bisto granules at the moment. Yeah, so I watched Happy Campers the other day, and that pricks on it. Oh, no, no, right, don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Happy Campers. I like it, but I hate the narrative they have every week, which is, oh, this bloke has got a new job, or he's going to run the singles night. How's it going to go? Oh, I wonder how it might go at the end. He went really well. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on the, on another job well done on the on the singles night. I uh, think they need to do like happy campers, as in what would actually happen. It's like a fight usually breaks out, something goes missing, a member of staff gets sacked where a DBS check hasn't gone through properly. Also, what episode is it of Happy Campers? Because I can't get it. Episode five, four, five, four, four, four. Is this yeah. the one you watched last week or on Sunday? 
don't they? Oh, well, oh, well, th- this is how great a show it is. The only way I know about the episode listing is from you. There's two storylines. There's one where someone has to do ping pong competition and they're wondering how it's going to go. And then it goes really well and they all clap. <laughs> the ping pong competition. And then, and then our favourite entertainer, Chunky Russell, has got a Michael Jack... Oh, I'm, I'm spoiling it for you. <laughs> Friend of got... the show. Is it, oh, is it Robin? Is it he's Robin got... who looks nothing like Michael Jackson? Yeah, he's got a Michael Jackson impersonator on. And the lighting guy is his first night. Oh, we're going to give him a chance on the lighting. And then he has a couple of mistakes, but they go, yeah, well done. You did really well. This, it's the same two storylines in one episode. I know, you, I know you can't really script real life. Well, you, 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 you can, especially when it's a TV production company. You should be. Yeah. Is any, uh, any of that going to be in? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think I oh, know. Keep it in, mate. Keep it. I think all I in. think he does look like Michael Jackson, the guy that you said doesn't look like Michael Jackson. He, he looks nothing like him without the makeup on. I don't know if it's the same yeah. guy, but he used to be a guy called Robin, and he used to come in like short, like short hair, and then like leave looking exactly like Michael Jackson. Oh, I thought I thought you meant he doesn't look like Michael Jackson after he's dressed up. This uh, he does look like Michael Jackson dressed up. There's no two ways about it, big chat for Robin. Uh, We've really gone on a tangent there. Right, the uh, the club that they're sitting in is called the it's called Club Biscuits. Clearly, the Groucho Club. Um, no, but Club Biscuit is is based on if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, isn't it? Is it? Well, I don't know. Join our club. That is a great reference, and uh, <laughs> you deserve points for spotting that. Mm. Spotting it, it was it was signposted. It went, look at this joke that we've done. I I, I really didn't see that. And there's. Is it Sean? No. Yeah. No, Sean is David's ex, who they've got a son with. Should we get on to that now? <laughs> yeah, uh, this I found very problematic. Uh, and also, it's like, oh, we clearly weren't open about other people's feelings and being emotionally mature. And also, you talking about pride, something that wouldn't have happened back there. Do you want to explain oh. what happened? Because I feel like you're better at that. Well, Well, something did happen at pride, which was basically... Straight men going, yeah, 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 the pride stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not gay. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I'm all right with it. I'm fine with it. You just I don't want it near me or anything. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a different world. I think, sadly, though, like, there are, like, I'd say most people are supportive and al- allies. But sadly, yeah. some people, you won't change their mind like that. I feel and really I think bad. sometimes that's the best. I feel really bad because... Pride is really colourful and all that. And um, I was wearing black. So it's so obvious that I wasn't part of it. If I'd put me a white <laughs> shirt on, I would have been, Oi, look at this. Yay, here he is. Uh, yes, uh, David's son lives with two women and he's a bit worried that he might come out being gay. This is the, also the storyline from Friends. And he, he had a dream, David, dealing with son, about going to the swimming pool and sharing swimming trunks with someone. And it was a weird feel of going, why have you put this in here? This is weird and horrible. I thought we were progressive in 2000. I, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I think we were less progressive in the first few years of the noughties <laughs> than we were for the rest of the 90s and towards the end of the 80s. Especially because I think it was this new millennium now. We do whatever the hell we want. Let's forget the rules of the last one. But I don't you know, would... maybe I just observed it more because I grew up around that. But David Bedill, the person, is a liberal person who's yeah. uh, 
what's the word? He he's like a li- he, he's really liberal. I don't know why his character in this sitcom wasn't liberal as well. And going well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he comes out being gay or not. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's one of those like it's such a, it's such for the time. It's such a cheap laugh. It, it's that kind of punching down at it. And we have to review things in the time frame. I understand that, but like when you actually look and go, oh, why are you doing that? Why not shoot? on other angles and I think if you look at all the decent sitcoms from around the same time <laughs> they tend not to like Father Ted I know there are elements of it because it's of its own only fools and horses there's elements of it but that is not based so strongly on a bit do you know what I mean I watched a bit of McIntyre this week and he yeah. mentioned F- Philip Schofield and someone in the room went oh we can't say that now and it's like what you can't say used to host this morning. You, you, can, you, can, you can't. Say that still. <laughs> <laughs> he did used to host this morning. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, he, he used to. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the the posh character or, or Niall, as I like to refer to him, uh, is now addicted to the pipe, and everyone thinks it's uncool to smoke a pipe, which they are correct. It just seems that David Bedil has has been flown into a a sitcom. And being David Baddiel and doing David Baddiel jokes. Well, he's an architect. Architect. Yes. Not an architecture. He's not an he idealism got, of a building. He goes to a hippie shop, which is called Hippie Heaven, and he's got some relaxing tapes, which one of them is You Can Find Your Tortoise. One of the way we laugh was... Never underestimate the power of the human mind. I mean, on my telly, I can't get Channel 5, but I can get it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> They're trailing tonight's soft porn film. <laughs> the bloke said, uh, I'm going to watch Channel 5. I haven't got Channel 5. I'm going to watch it in my head. They're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> those, those relaxing tapes as well, like we're all such a thing when you used to fall asleep listening to them. Mm-hmm. But it also gives one of the best Simpsons episode ever where Homer Simpson like wants a weight loss tape, but they give him the vocabulary booster. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? And he goes, and yes. it, like, more and more through the episode, like, darn this stupid thing of mine that I hold dear. Why could I be given the right tape of wonderment? <laughs> Am I incorrect in thinking that they don't work? That if you do that, that wouldn't work if you listen to it? You... Well, I think it's... it's... Mm, well, it's all about energy, isn't it? So if, if you've got a positive energy towards something, then you're then you're, you're more likely to do it, aren't you? So if you're, it's like I need to go running and exercising. If I told myself it's a good thing, I think eventually you believe it, isn't it? What well, if I made you a tape that said I'm going to give up Dave Benson Phillips? Do you think it I, would work? I never would? Well, no, I'm not in the right mindset to give up Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> give it up, Dave Benson Phillips. I use him a lot as a reference because I respect the man's work. Give it up, Dave Benson. Is that the one problem I have mentioning Dave Benson Phillips? Weirdly, you're not the same first person to mention that. It's mentioned at work the other day. Not, not in being called in the office or anything, Gary. You mentioned Dave Benson Phillips on too much of a basis where someone <laughs> went, why is that your go-to? I'll change it. I'll change it from now on. Who do you want me to reference instead of Dave Benson Phillips? Isn't it like in Men Behaving Badly when if you fancy someone, you sort of slip their name into the, the middle of a conversation? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was talk- I was talking with Joe and Katie and people, yeah. you just slip it in. So you just slip in Dave Benson Phillips. Well, DB, I are think, you saying I fancy Dave Benson Phillips? I think Alison Hammond is, is, is coming up the side with the Dave Benson Phillips. Are you, are you suggesting, right, I'm going to mention a lot. I don't know how I do it, but I could just 
pick random names from the past and just bring them out. I don't really have a favourite. That Only... was a good bit of stand-up, that, as well. I'll put that back in. The joke that did make me laugh was that he... Me and my mate Chris, right, we did this take where we pretended to be DJs and just kind of said some rude words and giggled a lot and did some silly voices and then I think he farted into the microphone. <laughs> Chris who? Evans, his name was. <laughs> It, that was funny. I thought they were going to go with Moyles because it's stronger with Moyles. Uh, yeah, leave Moyles alone. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I, I loved Moyles. There was no two... Anyone who's listened to any one episode of this knows we love Chris Moyles like, mm. to an insane degree. But you can't he, deny that he loves the fart joke. And there's no two ways about it. I think even Chris Moyles would say that. He used to be in the sort of annoying James Corden seat, didn't he? Of who, his... Moyles? Yeah, I think so. Who else? What else was it I was going to say with that? It was weird because like, they clearly went Evans on that line as well because mm. it, it ticking a box at the time. It was big news back then, man. Big news! There were... Uh, didn't even Harry Enfield on that new show, he did Chris Evans and he never sort of really did impressions-ish. Well, yeah. sort of, but anyway. Did you ever watch Time uh, Gentleman, Please? The, I did the, watch um, Time Gentleman, Please. I was written by Richard Herring. It's quite good. But we, that means we yeah. can't do it because it's too good for this. <laughs> it is too good for this. There is there is a new rule that has developed. It, it needs to be either like middle of the road <laughs> or awful. It, yeah, it just just can't be satisfactory or it, it's not it funny It can't enough. be. The Pipe Smoker puts on uh, Pipe Smoker of the Year award for £10,000 and uh, <laughs> he wins no, no, Pipe no, no. Smoker of the Year. No, 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 no. You've missed the bit out. What have I missed? You missed out who's giving the award out. This event, above all, proves that, despite what cynics may think, people still love pipes. <laughs> and the nominations for the pipe man who will carry off this magnificent and coveted golden meerschaum are Lord Peter Harrington. Peter Harrington began smoking pipes earlier this year, and already he has developed into a complete and utter pipeman. His favourite pipe is the Lovett, although he does confess a soft spot for the Bent. The pipe, that is. His favourite pipe-smoking hero is dictator and mass murderer Joseph Stalin, and his motto is... I don't care what Rennie Magritte says, this is a pipe. The winner is Lord Peter Harrington. Ah, uh, DLT. <laughs> Dave, Dave Lee Travis. So weird. <laughs> but even what? David insults him at the end and sort of goes, oh, I can't remember what he says. He says this. Oh, congratulations, Peter. I can't believe it. And it's like, you brought him on specially, and now you're even you're insulting him. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for DLT in this. Why? He probably got paid. He probably did, and he probably has actually hosted the Pipe Smoker of the Year Award. Do you think that is a general, genuine thing going on nowadays? There is there is Pipe Smoker of the Year, I think, because Bill Bailey, you sometimes you see him on QI and he's got a pipe. Yeah. But also, like most, like the joke at the end is that he... 
I don't, I've never seen Bill actually smoke it. He just sort of holds it like a... Yeah. So he's got these tapes, and then at the end, his girlfriend wants to do a dance. Right, this joke does not work. Go on. Well, because if it's a relaxing tape, the idea is that you stick it on and you re- you use the whole tape up. Yeah, but he just recorded over the bit. Yeah, he recorded. He, he missed the beginning. He, he started from the middle or something and did it. And I thought, well, how will that work? It's meant to be the whole tape. That is how a relaxing tape works. It's called relaxing tape. Yeah. A meditation tape works. You can't have it in the middle. The joke doesn't work. I think it's enough. Yeah, I think it does. No, no, it doesn't. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and he, his relaxing tape is telling him to get over his girlfriend's bad habits, mm. and then she storms out, which is sad more than anything. It's not. It's not a funny moment. And then said, "Also, I don't care. Just play this clip. Just play the clip of what what he says about his son." So, uh, did you have bits of this tape then? Huh? No, I found it in your bedroom. What was it doing there? Relax. Think of your girlfriend, Kirsty. She's not irritating. Singing the Twilight Zone music, that's good. Pretending to be a comedy policeman, ha ha ha. Hooray! I'm like, ah, after every bloody anecdote, is all right. And especially her robotic dancing is not in any way. Utter, utter shite. <laughs> Kirsty! And while we're here, you're not at all bothered about the fact that your son is clearly growing up to be a raving. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's about to, and then it cuts off. Oh man, it's just. I, 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 I reckon even then I'd be like, ooh, that's a bit, <laughs> and that's then a bit d- spicy, that, isn't it? Where's a pen? Oh. I love the way, halfway through it a bit, Chris is clearly looking for a pen where there was a pose there where you looked like you were looking out the window in sorrow. You say that every week now. It seems to be the catchphrase. It's pen time. Well, <laughs> why don't you just have a pen ready? Because I forget. Well, forget. It's, it's, it's the two things you need to provide. And also, I'm, I'm going to listen to this back when I edited it so I can just get the number off then. But I'm like, no, no, I need it now. I think for a show that feels like it is of the time, it definitely gets 300 more points than uh, it deserves. I'm going to give it 900. 900? That is yeah. quite that's quite high. It, it's know. being generous, but it very much felt like it was of the time. Uh, only, only one series of it. Good, and someone would say that was too much. I also tried to find interviews today of David talking about it, and I can't find any. So probably he's, that. And he's always he's he's always talking about how he likes to be honest. Yeah. So I think he maybe thought the same. Have you seen his film The Infidel? No. It's with Omidyelli, and he's a Muslim, and he finds out he's he's actually a Jew. Is it good? Yes, it's all right. They they're a bit worried that maybe it might offend people. No. So, after this, don't you worry about things. That, that so, this will be above Miami Seven yeah. and below the Brian Connolly show that's got at least a thousand points in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Result. I hate this scoreboard. I'm going to give it nine hundred. 
So let's lock it in. Jacob's Club. What a lot of chocolate for your money. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. The producing drone with 900 points. Weirdly, not getting another series. I say weirdly. Uh, There's no weirdly about it. It was awful. You don't know. Lots of first series of sitcoms are rubbish. If Blackadder had been cancelled after the first series, you'd never got Blackadder 4 or 3, would you? No, you, you were correct. Or, I'll say it now, Only Fools and Horses. I stand by the first series is still pretty well written. No, but the theme's oh, not on it. Oh. I don't like... I don't... <laughs> and, then, and then John Sullivan went, fuck this. I was thinking it myself. No one's going to write it. No one's going to do a theme for it. I'd do it myself, mate. Yeah. Great times, man. Well, I think I think this is it. Yes. Well, thank you for joining me today. Oh, this year, was it? What? <laughs> Dear listeners, thank you for listening in. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. And uh, yeah. See you next week, then. It's too hot. Bye-bye, every... No! Oi! No, fuck off. That was my... Bye-bye, That was one of my rules, was we were not mentioning how hot it is because of all that podcast. I know. I got it in last minute. Oh, you twat. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.